welcome back to Squared Sports Podcast. I'm this is Podcast Lane Frank. We're now up to 68 here, but so we're 68 episodes soon. I got an action-packed episode playing for you. The Rams have won the Super Bowl. James Harden has been traded to Sixers. Mel still in the lockout. We have a great interview with Lil Yachty before the Super Bowl, giving his Super Bowl prediction. Bunch more stuff coming up later in this episode. And so much more. Stay tuned for this action-packed episode number 68. Stay tuned. Episode number 68, everybody, how we always do with their headlines in the NBA. James Harden, like I said in the intro, has been traded to the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going to give my thoughts on who won this trade later on in the episode. But right now, what a trade that is. Is that the greatest NBA in-season trade of all time? I certainly think so. Greatest in-season trade I've ever seen. You always see these blockbuster trades. But in the off-season, you never really see them in-season. It's a major thing right here. I mean, James Harden said, oh yeah, last year, Philly was my number one choice. That's a lie, but... Again, if you're going to Philly right now, I mean, Kyrie's not playing. Kevin Durant's are, it's all on him right now. And no, it's not an easy championship. But let's get some good pieces back. Maybe better for this season. I mean, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, whenever he might play. But Ben Simmons gets his wish here by going over to the Brooklyn Nets, freed from Philadelphia, in his words. I mean, the whole thing was overblown. Joel Embiid's a much better player than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, I mean, what was that whole thing? Ben Simmons is no longer a superstar type of caliber player, and we haven't seen him like that for the past couple months. I mean, even in the playoffs. They all started, I'd say, a month before the playoffs. Everything with Ben Simmons going on right now. Right now, you can't say he's a superstar caliber player. We haven't seen him pretty much a year, a couple months, but a lot of stuff going on right now with Ben Simmons. A lot of stuff. Do you think he's going to be a superstar caliber player when he comes back? My answer right now... The first couple games, I really don't know. It's going to be all him, maybe for, for a couple games. KD's still rehabbing. Maybe Kyrie on the road. Maybe it's a home game. Kyrie's not going to be able to play in those. Just going to be Ben Simmons, Seth Curry. And I don't know about that, but I really don't. Excited to see when Ben Simmons gets back on the court. Is he still a super, superstar caliber player? In your opinion, leave your answer in the comment section. But the former Knicks superstar, Kristaps Porzingis, trade from the Dallas Mavericks over to the Washington Wizards there, but I thought it might have been a better deal. They went and traded him to the Raptors. I heard that was going to happen. Maybe the Gordon Drogic, Kristaps Rosinga swapping. Yeah, Gordon Drogic fits in well with that team. They love their international players in Dallas, and Gordon Drogic, international player. I mean, he's still in a buyout right now. Gordon Drogic, but I don't think he's going to go over to Dallas. I think if they, Dallas had the opportunity to make that move, and they didn't. They wanted Davis Bertans, also an international player, and they wanted Spencer Dinwiddie. I think Spencer Dinwiddie is better than Gordon Drogic right now in this point of his career, but lots of stuff going on in the NBA right now. That's better for the NBA hit lots this week. Let's move to the NFL. We're in action-packed Super Bowl, but you know I'm going to talk a lot about the Super Bowl this episode, but the Rams there play. The Rams will win the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald gets his ring. Might retire for this year. Sean McVay might even retire for this year. Rumors like that. I don't think he's going to, but you never know. Sean McVay won the... Br- I mean, there is a high possibility in my opinion. I'm going to say, right, there's probably a 65% chance right now that Sean McVay becomes the greatest coach of all time. The greatest. He's 36 years old, or he's been to two Super Bowls. Bill Belichick's 36. He wasn't even close to being an NFL coach. Not even close. Lots of stuff going on with the Rams right now. What a Super Bowl that was. I mean, just what a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, he's going to be back for a while. I got something coming up about that later. But Joe Burrow loses the Super Bowl. Didn't choke at all, but lots of stuff going on the Super Bowl. Action Pack Super Bowl. Cooper Cup. Super Bowl MVP. Everything like that. You could say it should have been Vaughn Miller. You could say it should have been Aaron Dahl. You could say it should have been Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup, everybody. Two touchdowns as a wide receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. He's going to stay with the Rams probably for the season because nobody's going to want to pick up a rehabbing torn ACL wide receiver because Odell just tore his ACL. It's a horrible see there. I mean, first touchdown of the game, then tears his ACL in the second quarter. Just a terrible thing to see there. Odell Beckham Jr. is probably going to get $100 million this offseason from the Rams, maybe the Chiefs, people were saying. But now he's probably going to stay with the Rams. He's probably on a big discount now because 
Nobody's going to want to pay Odell Beckham Jr. that much money off torn ACL, second time he's torn his ACL. And screw it, I don't think it's the same knee. Lots of stuff going on with Odell Beckham Jr. right now. That's about it for the headlines this week. Stay tuned for the next segment. We got the Liliani interview pre Super Bowl. Everybody, we're going to break down Super Bowl pick and so much more. Stay tuned, Scored Sports fans. Still more to come. Sports fans back here with Lil Yachty right before the Super Bowl. So let's get into some questions. Uh, I know you're a fan of the Rams and the Bengals. Who's your favorite player on the Bengals? Who's your favorite player on the Rams? Um, on the let me get in that mic with you. And then um, on the Rams, I'm definitely gonna go Jalen Ramsey because that's my boy. That's kind of the league. I got a lot of love for him. I always say that if I was an athlete, I'd probably be like Jalen Ramsey. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Ramsey's nice. Um, I like Joe and the Bengals, you know what I'm saying? I just like, I really like his background story. That's what made me like him a lot. I like, I like how he was underdog exactly. and, and counted out for a long time. And now he, he's getting all the respect he deserves. So I appreciate his his, his origin story. Yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow, obviously, you know, grew up a terrible recruit pretty much. Went to Ohio State, LSU, won a championship. Now, Super Bowl, the Bengals can be one of the first players ever to win a Super Bowl in their second career in the, in the second season in the NFL. Let's go to the NBA, though. I know you love the NBA. Who's your favorite team in the NBA or favorite player in the NBA? Um, my favorite team was the Trailblazers, but now, you know, Rip City is, you know, divided. Um, uh, I don't know. I've kind of been liking the Hornets, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I, I hate that um, that McCullum got traded from Trailblazers. I really did uh, like them. Atlanta's doing really good right now. I was just saying I need to get some season tickets for Atlanta. So, but I think I'm really rocking with the Hornets right now. Yeah, season McCollum getting traded from the Trailblazers to the Pelicans. Everybody in just crazy trade there. What do you think about the Super Bowl halftime show this year? You got Kendrick Lamar, Eminem. What do you think about that? Uh, do you ever like do a Super Bowl halftime show? Would I do it? I, that sounds like a lot of pressure. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think it, I think it's interesting. I think it's a good tribute to the West Coast. You know, I, I in my mind I can't remember a, a hip hop, a full hip hop uh, halftime like this. So I'm really interested to see it. I'm sure it'll be amazing. I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, it'll be amazing. Great Super Bowl, great halftime show, everything like that. I mean, do you have any new music coming out you want to talk about? Yeah, I'm working on an album right now. I haven't really spoken too much on it, but I'm definitely, definitely like brewing up some stuff. So it's gonna be. Pretty spectacular. I'm, I'm expecting to um, uh, roll out in the summertime. Definitely for sure, scores, sports fans. You heard it here first. All right, I'll leave you with this. Who's Super Bowl pick? Is your Super Bowl pick who you're rooting for? I'm, I'm rooting for the Bengals. You know, I, I, I love underdog. You know, although I, I really, I, I got a lot of love for Odell and, and, and those guys at the rounds, but I, I just like underdog success. Super Bowl MVP Joe Burrow? Yeah, for sure. All right, thank you for joining us. Stay tuned, Score Sports fans. Now, top five, everybody. This week's top five is the top five reasons why the Los Angeles Rams won the Super Bowl, but let's all make it. Number five, the run defense of the Los Angeles Rams. Who? Aaron Donald. Start heating up in the second half. Right when he got in that little scuffle, a little bit out of bounds, everything like that, Aaron Donald turned into a beast mode. Aaron Donald won that game 
on the defensive stop on Joe Burrow. I mean, this Bengals offensive line needs to be revamped in the offseason, maybe. Maybe you pull a Chiefs where you get all these guys, and then they got Creed Humphrey. They got a bunch of guys. They got Joe Tooney in the offseason, Chiefs, and they rebuilt the offensive line. Struggled a little bit at the start of the season, but then they built it up. The Bengals made me need to do that. But the number five reason why the Rams won this Super Bowl was their run defense. Elite everybody. I mean, for the Bengals. What a run defense. That was only giving up 21 yards on the ground. The K-Makers, I did not expect that there. Their defense coordinator, Bengals defense coordinator, got some looks as a head coach this year. Drew up some great plays there. I mean, great defense game plan for the Bengals, except for Cooper Cup. Everybody, we'll talk more about Eli Apple later in this segment. But number five right now, number five reason why the Rams won the Super Bowl was their amazing run defense. Number four, the efficiency of the Rams. The way they fought back from adversity, everybody. I mean, they were losing for 99% of that half, everybody. I mean, they went down the first play of the game in the second half, and then they took the lead back with about a minute left in the second half and fourth quarter, everything like that. But it really never felt like they were out of that game. I mean, even though they were down and out, losing a little bit in that whole entire second half, it never felt like they were going to lose that game. I mean, the defense clutched up after that touchdown. Did they even give a point after that touchdown? I don't think so. I mean, just great defense by the Rams after that touchdown. They had 61 yards of offense. The Bengals after that touchdown, that play was 70 yards. Just goes to show how great this Rams defense is, how great of a defense coordinator Raheem Morris is. But... Matthew Stafford fought back from reverse. They didn't get that third down play with Cooper Cup to Matthew Stafford. But still, they fought back. What a game that was by the Los Angeles Rams. Number four reason why the Rams won the Super Bowl. Number three, Vaughn Miller, Ashawn Robinson, Aaron Donald, shutting down Joe Burrow and his whole entire offense line. Adding on to my point about that run defense, but more stars popping up. I mean, Ashawn Robinson, you don't hear much about him because he doesn't play as many snaps, but boy, one of the best D tackles in the league, Ashawn Robinson is. I mean, Von Miller started heating up. He had two sacks. Aaron Donald, he had two sacks. Great game by his defensive line. Defensive line, third reason why. The Rams won Super Bowl 56. Number two, the creativity of Sean McVay. They were shutting down Cam Akers. They were running back. They were shutting down Cooper Cup for a little bit in that first half. But no, Sean McVay on that last drive shows why he's the most innovative play caller maybe of all time. I mean, lots of stuff there with Sean McVay. The creativity of the Rams. Number two reason why. They won that Super Bowl. And number one, none of the Rams did what Eli Apple did, everybody. Okay, Eli Apple, the worst, one of the worst cornerbacks in the league. I'm not on no NFL quarterback, so I'm not going to act like I can guard Cooper Cup for the whole game. I'm not going to act like I can guard an NFL uh, wide receiver, but I'm not an NFL quarterback. Neither should Eli Apple be, though. Eli Apple, I mean, coming out of college, great Ohio State. I hate to see him at Ohio State. Goes to my Giants, horrible in the Giants. Goes to the Saints, wasn't great in the Saints. Goes over Cincinnati, wasn't great. I know he had that play at the end of the second half last week against the uh, against Chiefs, shut down Tower Kill, but whew, Eli Apple doesn't make those mistakes in this game. You might be seeing a different Super Bowl 56 champion. That's all my thoughts there. Those are the five reasons why the Rams won this Super Bowl. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, didn't know everybody, this week's day now is a good one. Didn't know the past eight Super Bowls, including Super Bowl 56, including Rams vs. Bengals, past eight Super Bowls, the team that lost the opening coin toss has won past eight Super Bowls. I mean, just wild stat there. The Bengals won the opening toss, but the Rams won the Super Bowl the past eight times. Team has lost the coin toss, has gone on to win the game every time. Brady's won the Super Bowl in the past eight years. He lost the coin toss. Bengals won the coin toss, lost that game. Rams lost the coin toss, won that game. Didn't know the past eight times teams lost the coin toss in Super Bowl game. They've, they've, won, won, the champ- they've won championship, won the Super Bowl. Didn't know that? Leave that in the comment section. That's about what I didn't know this week. Now, my spotlight for this week's episode is on the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, I know we've talked about the Cincinnati Bengals a lot in this episode, but they made the Super Bowl. A lot of people didn't expect them to. So here's why I think 
The Cincinnati Bengals are going to have a rough three years. Not going to revamp the offensive line in one year. They don't have a top five pick to revamp that offensive line. Not many good offensive linemen past the top ten. Oh, it's a great offensive line class. But after that top ten, they're all going to be all the great ones. All the good ones are going to be gone past top ten. Everybody, Bengals aren't going to get a top ten pick at all. They have the number thirty one pick right now. Not a premier spot to grab an offensive lineman, in my opinion. The Bengals, in my opinion, are going to have a rough three years. I mean, they. I mean, they an easy path. To the Super Bowl, you could say. I mean, they went through the Raiders. They went to the, one of the worst one seeds of all time in the Titans. And then they went through the Chiefs, which is a great win. But Patrick Holmes can come back next year. Josh Allen's come back next year. He to say it, but even Ryan Tannehill and the Titans are coming back next year. But it's going to be a rough three years. I'm going to say for the next three years, Joe Burrow and the Bengals will not be in the Super Bowl. You can bookmark it. You can check it. In the next three years, Joe Burrow's Bengals will not be in the Super Bowl unless some massive improvements happen. That's my hot take right there. Joe Burrow's Bengals are going to have a rough next three years. I mean, Joe Mixon's going to die out in three years. Everything like that. I mean, Running backs die out after five, six years in the NFL, seven, you could even say. A lot of stuff going on Cincinnati Bengals right now. But my hot take in Cincinnati Bengals is it's going to be a rough three years. This was their peak, and I don't think they make it our Super Bowl for a very long time. Leave thoughts in the comment section. That's about for my spotlight this week. Now, switch things over to the hardwood. I want to talk about the Sixers. And that's everybody after we just saw that massive blockbuster deal. This is my hot take right here. We're going to have a Sixers? That's conference finals there. But I'm going to leave my pick for that conference championship game. I think we're going to see in a couple months over in April. But I think we're going to have easily a Sixers-Nets conference finals there. But Sixers loaded. Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, James Harden cannot lead them to the finals. I think definitely leads them to the conference finals. Now, on the Nets side, I think for this season, right now for this season, that trade benefits the Nets more than does Sixers because they get a good bench piece. Seth Curry, they get a good bench piece in Andre Drummond, and they get a great player in Ben Simmons. It might not be a superstar caliber player this season. could be next season, everything like that. But it's going to work in, everybody. And we all know the Sixers are going to get the one seed. They're going to get the higher seed over the Nets. So say they go to a Game 7 in Philadelphia. Kyrie Irving, hypothetically, will be able to play in that game. So that's what I think. The Nets would win that series, advance to the finals. I think the Nets for this season, everybody, this season, a better team right now. Not saying that the Sixers lost that trade, but I'm saying for this season, I mean, this was an evenly balanced trade in my opinion, but I think we're going to see Sixers, Nets, Conference Finals there, but the Heat, I don't think they'd make it past. All these teams, the Celtics, another Heat up right now, I don't think they'd make it past this team. So I don't even think Giannis Antetokounmpo's Bucks, I didn't even think about them as much. The ring champions, I don't even think they make it past these two teams. Everything like that. A lot of stuff going on in the NBA right now. That's my take. That's my look ahead the Eastern Conference Finals that we're going to see in May. I think it's going to be Sixers Nets, and I think the Nets come out victorious in that one. I made a bull prediction on the Nets last year, and it didn't work, but I think it's going to work this year. That's my pick. Nets make the finals this year over the Sixers. Like right now, for this season, Nets won that trade. Leave it down in the comment section. Okay, college basketball nice, everybody. College basketball is starting to heat up. And we always do the top five teams in college basketball. But let's do the top five players in college basketball, everybody. Wouldn't the word watch this game named out all these days now? Let's hop into it. The fifth best player in college basketball right now is Oche Ogbaji of Kansas, everybody. Kansas, one of the top ten teams in college basketball, in my opinion. Oche Ogbaji, one of the best players in college basketball. Fifth best player in college basketball, one of the best guards in college basketball, Oche Ogbaji. Number four, Jaden Ivey, guard after you. This guy could literally be the number one pick. Come the NBA draft in July. He literally could. Jay Ivey is that good at basketball. He's very, very good. I mean, I know he has some off games like he did against Michigan, the 82-58 loss. But then when they play on Saturday earlier in the week, Jay Ivey went off. He can take you deep. I mean, everything like that. He can shoot. 
He's great. Expl- I mean, he's got great explosiveness. Great combo guard, in my opinion. Jay Navi, fourth best player in college basketball. Better built for the league, in my opinion. Number three, Paolo Boncaro. But I know we put him at number one last time. Paolo Boncaro is going at number three right now. Not the greatest player in college basketball anymore. I mean, I think the aggressiveness is an issue with him. I mean, you see him score 20 points in the first half, but then you take, and then you see him not even taking shots in the second half. That's my think. That's why I think the problem is Paolo Boncaro right now. And Duke, in my opinion, number three. Best player in college basketball is Paolo Boncaro. Number two, Oscar Sheboy, or should I say rebound machine. Oscar Sheboy, one of the best rebounders we've seen in a while in college basketball. Could be like the next Dennis Rodman in the NBA. I mean, great rebounder off the glass, something like that. Oscar Sheboy averaging around 15 points a game, 20 rebounds is looking like. Oscar Sheboy, great player in college basketball. Number two, best player in college basketball is Oscar Sheboy. Number one, also could be the number one pick come July, Jabari Smith. Junior by Jabari Smith Jr. lining up from three, lining up from the wing, lining up from mid-range. One of the best mid-range shooters in college basketball, one of the best players in college basketball. And I think the best player in college basketball is Jabari Smith Jr. of Auburn. By Auburn, maybe the best team in college basketball. I know they had that rough loss. Target's up. Jabari Smith Jr., a great player. Number one, Jabari Smith Jr. Now, let's pick the games of the week, everybody. We got some great games. Texas Tech, Texas, everybody. We saw a heated match last time go on in Lubbock. This one's in Texas. Texas Longhorns struggling right now. That horrible loss to Baylor last week. I think they struggle again. Give me Texas Tech, Bryce Williams, Kevin O'Banner, Mark Adams gets a win for his team. Texas Tech gets a win over Texas in Austin Airby. Alabama, Kentucky Airby. I know I just raved about Oscar Sheboy. Javon Quinn Early, Jaden Shackford. This is a good team. Alabama beats Kentucky Airby. Not as good as the teams that were last year, Alabama, but I think they pull off an upset. I think Alabama's better suited to play a team like Kentucky than they are maybe in Auburn, something else. Give me Alabama over Kentucky. Duke. Florida State, but okay, Florida State lost to North Carolina earlier in the week, and they got blown out. I mean, they were down 21 to nothing at one point. I mean, they lost, they were down by 40 points at one point. It was just a terrible game for Florida State. But earlier in the season, Florida State beat Duke. This is a rematch in Durham now in Cameron. I think Duke gets a blowout win. Give me Duke, 77 to 52. Now a big blowout win over Florida State, but on Saturday night. That's about for college basketball madness this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, the best for last question today, everybody. This week's question is, will the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, who just won Super Bowl 56, will they win Super Bowl 57? Will they run it back and win Super Bowl 57? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's the question today's week. Will the Rams run it back and win the Super Bowl again next year? My honest opinion right now, no way, no way. I don't even think they make Super Bowl next year. No way the Rams make Super Bowl next year or even win the Super Bowl next year because they're probably going to lose Aaron Donald in the offseason. Maybe even Von Miller. Odell's not even going to be playing for them. No way. I think the Rams still have a good season next year. Will the Rams around back? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for Squirt Sports and Lanford, episode 68. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squirt Sports Instagram at Squirt Sports. Follow Squirt Sports on Twitter at Squirt Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, episode 69. Stay tuned. <laughs>